This is your wake-up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother. We in the- Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> Yesterday is Wednesday. Man, it's a lot of legends born day today. Yes, it is. Wow. Do you see the solicitor? Michelle Obama. First of all, <clears throat> Capricorns are the best signs ever. Says you. Yeah, you know, whenever it's we walk in. A lot of great in, Capricorns. Whenever we walk in, they give us a list of whose birthday it is. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. Muhammad Ali. Y'all just gonna forget Ray J. Little huh? John. Y'all just gonna skip over Shabba Ray J. Shabba Ranks. I mean, I was trying to build up to the best. Oh, okay, I was there gonna you leave go. Ray J. for last. All right, there you go. Uh, Maury Povich. Okay. Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Betty White. That's who. That's who should be getting the applause right there. Who? Betty White. Why? Ninety-six. Oh, okay, because of age. She's I'm about to say, I name all these old. great black people, Muhammad Ali, and you talk about Betty White should be the one getting that blow. She's 96 years old. All right, congratulations. And she's still dabbing. Betty White's doing the tours with dabbing. <laughs> that's what counts? Yes. What, when you're <laughs> yes, 96 and still dabbing. I want to be able to dab at 96. That's what it matters? I, okay. I see a lot of people at 96 yeah. that can't dab. Yesterday they was can't Aaliyah's walk. birthday. Yeah, yesterday was Aaliyah's. I'll, I'll take the legacy of somebody like Muhammad Ali over being Capricorns able to dab at 96. Happen. All right. Now, I, I just want to be alive, bro. I, I came in this morning and I was telling Envy I'm a little nervous because I agreed to do this detox now. And they sent me the instruction manual yesterday. And tell them what they said. Well, as I'm reading this, I see there's as the steps are going on, it's a 14-day detox um, with these herbal supplements. And they're telling you what's going to be happening to your body. And apparently at one point there might be some type of greenish discharge. Don't blame that on the freaking. Um, <laughs> don't blame that on the detox. Goodness gracious! I haven't gracious, done it, he. but it's telling you the result of the body's different things well, happening. You, you got a panty liner on, right? No. Why would I have a panty liner? If on? you expecting discharge, shouldn't you have a panty liner? But on? I don't. Do wanna... you have a panty liner on? What are you I don't discharge. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So you should let your boyfriend know about the discharge, though. I mean, it's well, only well. You're right. also not allowed to have sex during it. Oh, that's good. During I mean, these you should definitely days, let you, so the boyfriend know. He'll be fine. You know, I tried a, a, a detox. I can only make it to day two. Like, it's, it's disgusting. Y'all ain't got no discipline. So if you guys that, see that, me that, that, that during these 14 disgusting. days, I might have a little bit of an attitude. It also says your skin might get really oily during this uh, detox. It should get oily at one point as your body is detoxing. I made it to, like, day three. I was like, F that. All I know is if you got a green discharge coming out of your vagina, you should let people know or they might think that you've had sex with Usher. It says here, I'm going to have what? headaches, dizziness, nausea, bad breath, Allegedly. glazed eyes, and a heavily coated tongue. 
And then it says women may also expel a green, funny-smelling vaginal discharge right. uh, during this period. Hey, man, whatever you got to yeah, do whatever, prepare yeah. people for the worst, ye. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we about to hear in these streets. This. But this sounds pretty crazy. I ain't never heard of no detox causing you to have no vaginal discharge. But okay. that's, <laughs> all right. That should, but have you ever done a detox? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I do them all the time. I did one as soon as I came back from vacation. Your 14 days of just coconut water and supplements? That's not healthy, first of all. Like, you put, you got to eat something. I didn't do that. Like, yeah. There's no salad foods in this detox. Oh, that's ridiculous. This is a real I detox. I don't know what that is. No, I did a detox. It wasn't any solid foods, yeah. but every day it was a different drink to give you your supplements, yeah, though. Yeah, I, I do the ones where you do uh, a, a, a supplement, for, a liquid for breakfast, right. so a protein shake, protein shake for lunch. Uh, you don't eat no snacks, nothing in between. Then at dinner, you have meat and vegetables. But you have a certain amount of meat, so you have like four ounces of meat. Oh, no, no, no. And, I don't think that's and, a and, detox. And all the unlimited salads. No, it's a juice de- detox cleanse where they take you. It's, it's no, like a true. Yeah. I, I, with I, the like doctors I said, I that days. were up here that are doing this, their detox now. So My skin look better than all y'all, so I would listen mm. to me. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know what y'all I think problems. I'm in better shape than every single person in this room, but hey, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I have great skin. I don't have any skin problems either. Yeah, but anyway. You like skin. That's a problem. That's a great problem. <laughs> I don't mind that problem. You like skin too, bro. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I would refer to me as a honey. I would refer to me as a honey brown. <laughs> now, honey brown. Honey yes. brown is light. Thank you so, very much. You know what? Black Eyed Peas will be joining there us. There you go. Now, Black Eyed Peas, right? You would be Will I Am. Right? Okay. That's wrong right? with that. That's your complexion because you dog skin. I hate Will I Am. It's popping. Angelie would be what? Which one? You know what? I'm not Alpha. playing this game. Don't you play that <laughs> game. This game. <laughs> Alpo. 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 No way. Black Eyed Peas. taboo. I'm taboo. You know what? I'm not messing with y'all. Black Eyed Peas will be joining us. So we got front page news. What are we talking about? But let's talk about Cory Booker. We'll tell you what had him really angry. And of course, it has to do with Donald Trump. And then we'll discuss the new California. All right. All that and more. Keep it locked. It's going to be a fun morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, where you want to start? Cory Booker or the children are free? Um, I mean, let's start with Cory Booker. Now, okay. Senator Cory Booker uh, was discussing with the Homeland Security Secretary, uh, Christian Nielsen. She said that she didn't really hear Donald Trump say those words, ishhole or ishhow. She doesn't remember mm-hmm. what happened. And, of course, Cory Booker was angered by her nonchalance about the whole entire situation where Donald Trump talked about people from African countries and Haitians as people who are from ishholes. Here is what he had to say. The commander-in-chief in an Oval Office meeting referring to people from African countries and Haitians with the most vile and vulgar language. When ignorance and bigotry is allied with power, it is a dangerous force in our country. Your silence and your amnesia is complicity. Hey, man. She was saying that she's tired of the line of questioning. She's been very patient, and she wants to move forward. Oh, Martin Luther King Jr. says, in the end, we will not remember the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Not to, not saying that they are friends, but when you don't speak up, when you see something evil happening, then you're picking the side of evil. So you're going to suffer with the evil. All right, now let's talk about the 13 children who were found emaciated and shackled to the beds, except for one of them who managed to escape. And that's how they managed to contact authorities. Well, according to reports, David and Louise Turpin projected an image of a picture-perfect family. They had pictures of themselves with their 13 kids as they renewed their wedding vows, as they visited Disneyland together. 
I guess the children were homeschooled, so that's why they never left and went anywhere. And now they're being accused of holding their kids captive mm. in Paris, California, in filthy conditions. Now, apparently, when the kids would go out, they all would dress alike, according to uh, the mother, because it was just easier for them to keep up with the kids that way. They were very protective of their children. Now, they said child protective ser- services had not been called to the home in the past. Neither had a law enforcement. There's no indication of sexual abuse as of now. Six of the siblings are under 18, and uh, they have been living there in Paris, California, since 2014. Neighbors said they knew a large family lived there. The kids would come out sometimes to work on the lawn, and then they would all go back in together. They appeared very pale-skinned. A lot of people thought the kids were just young because they were so malnourished. They appeared to be a lot younger than they were, but the oldest was 29. They said the parents were very standoffish, but not in a mean way. And just they. I, I wonder why they didn't run when they had to mow the lawn. You know, what, what made uh, that? Because they was malnourished. They was hungry. And okay? go where? You know how fatigued they would have got? But one girl ran. One girl got out, ran. Hey, and man, she so probably cool. said a prayer, and that was her last little bit of scrimp God gave her to get mm. her body there. Okay? Also, it is like you're, you might be scared. If your parents raise you like that your whole life, and you don't know anything different. But I wonder why she just decided that one time, like, right. this is the time I'm going to go. I wonder I what, what, what it was, you know? Prompted that. But thank goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she did in California. They're trying to create this new California, kind of modeled after how West Virginia split from the rest of the state. Now, what they want to do is take over most of current-day California, including many rural counties, and leave the coastal urban area to themselves because they said the state is ungovernable. They don't like the way the state is being run. So now they want to split and be the new California. You can do that? You have two Californias? Like West Virginia did. Yeah, but that was the 1800s. I don't know. That's what they're trying to do right now. (laughs) We'll see what happens. That's going to happen. All right. And, you know, there's bad weather conditions, so I just want to point that out. So if you're traveling, just be careful. Uh, There's cold temperatures from Texas to Maine. People are dealing with freezing, rain, sleet, snow, or a mix of both. So that's from Mississippi, Kentucky, Vermont. A lot of different places right now are dealing with severe weather. Yeah, and, in Jer- and in Jersey, it's uh, school opening delays. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's snowing in Atlanta, and so school districts, a lot of school districts in Atlanta aren't opening today. Yeah, so give yourself a little extra time. Like Charlamagne said, my, my kid's school got like a 90-minute delay, so definitely call. And if you got to take a flight, call because you might see some delays, all right? And that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night horrible night and you just want to vent or maybe you just want to get things off your chest all right and you want to spread some positivity you can do that as well 800-585-1051 it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're man or blessed we want to hear from you on the breakfast club so if you got something on your mind later Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, MV? Hey, Trav, what's Hi, going Trav. on, Trav? Hey, ye. Hey. How you, man? Good, hey, how about what's you, man? What up, sis? What's happening? What's happening with you? Ooh, Quintasia Maddox, you, Charlamagne. <laughs> I, 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 I just found out about that. Envy just told me about that. I don't want her to work herself up, though, because she might have a heart attack. <laughs> I just read it to her. Oh, that, that so is wait, hilarious. Explain, that's, that's hilarious. Trav, explain. I need you to report on this. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. So, Quintasia is upset because Charlamagne and Jermaine Dupree was out here fat-shaming people. Mm. Why is it fat-shaming? What, I saw a lot of okay. uh, big girls get mad at that. Did you? So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to. Even when I heard that interview, I was like, ooh, Jermaine Dupree is not playing with the big girls this morning. I don't know why we act like 
big people aren't big people and that they should lose weight. Well, like, why, do we, why do we look at so, why do we look at something and see the reality of it, but act like we don't see it? And she's then when, saying that uh, people just because you're big doesn't mean you're unattractive. I didn't say she was yeah. unattractive. The thing I, is, that, that, it's, not, it's, it's not that it's not like y'all was up there saying that she needs to healthily lose weight. It was like y'all was saying that big girls can't pull a skinny man. No, they, I didn't they say, say that. They said that that's <laughs> not us's type. They Word said that us is not into that. I don't, but that, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. If you're not into big girls, you're not into big girls. There's men that are not into skinny women. And I even well, said to Jermaine Dupree, how do we know Usher ain't don't don't like big girls? I said he brings well, them up I, on stage. I, 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 I didn't even I didn't even call him to talk about big girls today. I'm not even that's not even when I'm up. You don't about. like big girls. You don't care about big girls. <laughs> you don't like big girls. Either. You we like big guys. You like I'm big guys. Dis- I'm disgusted with P and B Rock. That's who I'm disgusted I with. I saw that he yeah. He what got, happened with that? Look, he got kicked out. Oh my god, P and B Rock is just another dirty. Philly Germantown ball. That's exactly what he is. And he's sitting out here peeing in hotel room. Yeah, they kicked him out, so when he got kicked out, he urinated on the floor in the room and posted it. Oh, he urinated on the okay. floor. He, he spit on the mirror. And it's like, the people who kicked you out was like security guard or front desk. The people that got to clean that up is like Jose and Maria that worked there as housekeeping. Why they got to be Jose and Maria? <laughs> now, why, but see, now, what if I... Why you, why, why, now, you, you get at me about talking about fat people. Look how you talking about Mexicans right now. <laughs> you stereotype. You mad at me for stereotyping fat Mexican. people. Jose and Maria ain't Jose Mexican. and Maria is definitely Mexican. He's trying to say about Mexican housekeepers. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a Latino. What do you mean? No, Mexican. Jose and Marie? I know a bunch of Puerto Rican Marie's. Well, when I'm in California, the Jose and Marie's, and, mo- <laughs> and most of the time the house clean is a Mexican. So, sorry. Okay, BK Club. Right, Trav, you have a good day. Trav, you he, he said BK Club. Everybody be mad at people for doing the Trav. same thing they do. We all stereotype, okay? But he does have a point. It is not the security that's going to clean that up. It's the actual house. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Um, there's some guy from the Bronx. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> All right, some guy from the Bronx. Why are you calling me? Talk to us. Yo, because I've been getting to the bag lately, but I've been taking a couple L's, and, you know, I got a girl, and she's not really helping out like that, so I don't know what to do. What do you What do you do? <sighs> I do whatever it takes, you know? Anything from hustling, scamming. Uh, hey, I want, so you I, want your girl to help, your help you scam or something? Nah, I just, I don't know. How old are you, sir? I'm 25. When are you going to stop scamming now? Nah, enough's enough. You want to go to jail? Like, you don't want to scam. You when can't live When y'all going to stop saying get into the bag? Nah, but I made, I've made a lot of money over the years. You follow me? Like, but listen. you know, when you make it illegally, they usually take it right back, bro. Yeah, you're going to jail. Well, know, why do y'all keep saying y'all get into the bag when in actuality y'all don't have the kind of money that would fit into a big old bag? You know what kind of bag they talking about when they say get into the bag? You know the big bags they got at the bank? Yeah. Obviously, exactly. this gasoline is not working out for you because you don't have anything and you need your girl to hold you down. It would just be nice if I could depend on it her. It would just be nice if she would do illegal things with me. <laughs> I want When I go to jail, I want her to go to jail, too, because I don't want her to be out here having sex with other men. Yeah, stop doing illegal stuff, man. All right, you did it. It's over. Use that money. Invest in something positive. You don't want to go to jail for scamming. At man. some point, you got to get ready for your real future and what are you going to do. You're still young. You can still get it together. Sometimes you got to take some steps backwards financially so that later on you can thrive and flourish. You don't want to get raped in the butt in jail, bro. Or maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's meant to be property of the state. Go make the white man some money. You know what I mean? Go 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 work in one of these private prisons for the next 10 years. 
God, I hear you. I hear you. Now, you ain't got to hear me. Get nah, your hustle on legally. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Destiny from Fort South Carolina. Hey, Destiny, get it off your chest, mama. I'm pissed because my ex who abused me for four years, mm. who abused me while I was pregnant with my daughter, mm. is still finding ways to manipulate my life. But I'm blessed because I made it out of that situation. Absolutely. Oh. Did you get a restraining order against him? No. Is he still bothering you? Yeah. You definitely should get a restraining order against him. Do you have full custody of your child? No. We're still fighting to get a divorce. Yeah, okay. we should definitely get a restraining order and, and, and definitely be very, very careful, it seems like it. But you should definitely go to the police station and make sure you, you're safe. You ain't got no men in your life that can beat him up? No brothers, no uncles? Oh, yeah, I got plenty, but I'm trying not to go that route. Nah, sometimes you got to go that route, man. Just put the hands on him one time. That's the thing. But you don't want to get other people in your life arrested for anything stupid like that. Michelle Obama said, you know, when they go low, we go high. But sometimes you got to take it to the floor right with them. Ain't nothing nothing wrong with a little self-defense. It would be a shame if somebody else got arrested for something and went to jail. She would feel even worse. It would be a shame if he bust you upside your head and kill you. But I think the main thing here is that what you need to do is make sure that instead of feeling like, well, that's the father of my child, I don't want anything bad to happen to him, you got to go to the police and make sure you document all of these things that are happening and Uh potentially get him arrested if that's necessary. But don't hesitate Uh to get the police involved because it's your safety and the safety of your child. And maybe move in with a family member till things calm down a little bit. I would say go get a a, a carrying license. Don't be by yourself. There's no carrying license in South Carolina. There's no carrying license in South Carolina. That's the only state I I can't carry in. I thought it was New York. New York, and I got, I got my New York now. I can't. South get Carolina. Yeah. I'm carrying the South Carolina my whole life. But really? right. legally, <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm just telling you that I've been carrying the South Carolina they told me no my South whole Carolina. goddamn life. You really? mean no carry license? They come. There with plenty of people walking around with pistols in South Carolina. Legally, though, I'm talking. I got legal. legal people in South Carolina. All right, you guys, it's not about y'all. It's right, about right. her. All right, well. We got rumors on the way, ye? Uh, yes, let's talk about Aziz Ansari. Now, a woman has, an anonymous woman has accused him of sexual assault, and now people are coming to his defense, and they're saying this is not good for the hashtag MeToo movement. Duh. All right. <laughs> it took y'all this long to realize that? All that and more. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I want to say good morning to Quantasia Sharpton this morning. That's her name? Quantasia. Quantasia? Good morning, Quantasia Sharpton. Quantasia. Quantasia. Good morning. Drop one of the clues bombs for Quantasia Sharpton. She's mad at you. If you don't want to be referred to as fat girl, lose some weight. God bless you. (laughs) Praying for you. Okay. That's positive, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kendrick. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, it's a good time for Kendrick Lamar. His publishing deal expires. And right now they're saying that he has offers between 20 and $40 million. The deal's too low. To do a new publishing deal. That's, That's too low for That's Kendrick great. Lamar. Up that. So the value depends on the terms of the deal. They're saying one bidder has offered $28 million. Another one is $23 million. And that includes $11 million upon signing. Kendrick so. Lamar's pen is worth way more than that. Can you explain to the people, and I hate saying this, but I know somebody's like, what the hell is a publishing deal? Well, you could um, structure a publishing deal any way you want. It could be just a percentage of your catalog. It could be that you sign over your rights for a certain amount of years and they collect money from royalties it's from a, that, it's, from it's publishing. Like, it's mm-hmm. like they give you upfront money to collect on your money. So if... Uh, 
your record get played on the radio so many times, you get a percentage every time. And you get in a movie, anything. Right. So you don't have to go collect that. A publishing company collects that, and they pay you up front for the money that they are going to collect. All I know is Kendrick Lamar Penn is worth more than that. Those are NFL Yeah, but, it, but you don't know what his deal is like. You don't know if it's only 10% of the money that Oh, how many collect. songs? Because it could yeah, be a certain amount of songs. It could be his whole catalog. It could be a certain amount of songs. It's however mm. he structures it. Yeah, when so. I did mine, it was a certain amount of songs, how many times it's played. A certain, yeah, you could do it structurally. Start with $100 million for Kendrick Lamar, goddammit. NBA right. numbers. Well, maybe he doesn't want to give up that much of his catalog. Maybe he only wants to do a certain percentage. And mm-hmm. that's why he's getting that amount. We don't know what the deal is. So uh, there you have it, though. That's still a great amount of money. So Absolutely. shout out to Kendrick Lamar. All right. Angela Rye, congratulations to her. She's going to be hosting a news program on BET. And not just hosting it, but executive producing as well. She's going to be talking about the lies and stories that affect members of black America. She said, working with BET always provides a reminder of why I began to do this work. It's essential that we have platforms where we can discuss our politics, our challenges, and our culture through our respective lenses. Drop on the clues bombs from my sister Angela Rye. She's working. So that first episode will be on Wednesday, January 30th. Angela Rye, State of the Union. Yes, because uh, uh, our, our celebrity-in-chief, Dope 45, his State of the Union is that night, so she comes on right after him. All right. Now, Ashley Banfield is coming to the defense of Aziz Ansari. That is after there was an anonymous account published on Babe.net where a Brooklyn photographer says that she was sexually assaulted, basically, by Aziz Ansari. She says that she indicated she wasn't interested in having sex with nonverbal cues. She said, most of my discomfort was expressing me pulling away and mumbling. I know I was physically giving off cues that I wasn't interested. I don't think that was noticed at all. If it was, it was ignored. She also says that he chased her around his apartment, and she said it was really repetitive, and she and he responded. He said, it was true. Everything did seem okay to me, so when I heard that it was not the case for her, I was surprised and concerned. I took her words to heart and responded privately after taking the time to process what she had said. I continue to support the movement that is happening in our culture. Now, here is what headline news host Ashley Banfield had to say. What you have done, in my opinion, is appalling. You went to the press with the story of a bad date, and you have potentially destroyed this man's career over it right after he received an award for which he was worthy. You have chiseled away at a movement that I, along with all of my sisters in the workplace, have been dreaming of for decades. A movement that has finally changed an oversexed professional environment that I, too, have struggled through at times over the last 30 years in broadcasting. Well, I'm glad that people are able to see the nuance between actual situations that are, you know, fueling the Me Too and Time's Up movement and isolated incidents like this. Because it sounds to me like, you know, it was just a bad date. Mm -hmm. Aziz gave us some trash-ass head. He was terrible in bed, and she wasn't feeling it. Well, they didn't even have sex, and at, and at any point she could have left. But yeah, she they had oral sex. Oral sex. She, yeah, it wasn't. Now, and it wasn't in the course. Trash of had to turn a girl off now. All right, I had to learn to eat pro- pro- vagina properly, my damn self. All right, so yeah, that, there was a long account that she told. She is anonymous, so it might affect Aziz Ansari in a negative way, and you have to be more responsible. Yeah, you never wanted a guy to leave because he gave you trash head. Um. No, because I don't think I'd be in that situation unless it was somebody I was like. You can still like him and he still got whack head. I never want him to leave for it. Oh, you teach him. Yeah, you can always teach a guy the proper way to do it. Got you, got you, got you. She did. She young lady didn't want to teach his ease. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. (laughs) All right. When we come back, Black Eyed Peas will be in the building. We'll kick it with Black Eyed Peas. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. That's right. Our guys Black are back. Peace. Yes, indeed. What up? What up? We gotta start off. Envy. We gotta thank Will I Am first. Oh yes, indeed. Will I Am. Uh, we were uh, trying to raise some money. Not trying. But we, we, raise, we raise were money. raising money. Y'all, y'all, y'all raising some money. Change for change. Will I oh, yeah. Am was in Africa at the time mm-hmm. and called and donated at first fifty thousand dollars. Right. Twenty five. Twenty five thousand. Yes. And then called back okay. and said that wasn't enough. Yes. And they came back and donated more. And we're so appreciative for that. Thank, oh, thank you very God. much. You were the start. Yeah, that actually made us feel like we're going to actually make this happen because this was our first ever telethon. That's radiothon. Right. And it set the tone because rappers have egos. Will donated 50. So once we told Diddy that and told Khaled that, well, we everybody Khaled wanted to outdo you. Khaled said 51,000. He did. That's crazy. And then everybody went over that. But we definitely appreciate it because you were that, that spark. And we're thankful and grateful for that. Just to see people coming together that are, you know, social activists out there in the world, you know, philanthropists out there in the world, just folks eager to, you know, pitch in and play their part. It was fresh. And you guys are philanthropists also. So it's good that you can understand the importance of donating time, donating money just to get the movement going. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was uh, I was a product of uh, philanthropy work. I was uh, Sponsored from the Philippines and brought to the U.S. and uh, became a Black Eyed Peas. So it's it's really important for us to give back because I was given that opportunity. So we got to do the same thing, you know. All yeah. that philanthropy work and they won't even let you in the club with Chanel West Coast, man. Wow, <laughs> hey, that's messed up. <laughs> Yo, I, was, I was guilty by association. Yeah, you know, I was already in, and she saw me. In, so did you get in that night? Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> Why were you with Chanel West Coast? She about to be the new Fergie. Y'all gonna put her in the black eye piece? No, no, no. We were just we just arrived at the same time, and you know I know her, and I guess we were friends that were really tight that night. Oh, and, so know, y'all wasn't really together together. She was just name dropping. Yeah, and, but no, she's the known, homie though. We've, we've known her. We hung out, but we didn't like roll up that at the. That That's the moment. worst. You get to a party, and then you see somebody else, and you be like, "Oh, now we all together." <laughs> so did you still go in the club? Yeah, I, I still re- <laughs> I still research. I call it researching. You know, you gotta you gotta know what's out there. So hold on, that night you didn't say yo, she with me. You just went in, left her out there. Uh, they I, didn't I mean, come together. Yeah, we didn't come together. I mean, uh, yeah, I just plead the fifth. So. <laughs> the fifth. Now, now y'all put out the record uh, "Street Living" with the video. Oh man, and, I love that record. The dope Thank tune. You. And I read the article on Variety where it says y'all trading party songs for music with a purpose. What made y'all go in that direction? Just you know, when we did like um, the end, we were really like our antennas were up, and we were you know just tuned in to what was going on. You know, Obama just had got elected, and there was a sense of like you know, a desire to go out. And so that was like the temperature then. And and then when we did Where's the Love, mm-hmm. you know, in 2004, we had wrote that song right after, immediately after 9-11. So, you know, our, our antenna is always up, just, mm-hmm. you know, you know, s- sensing the vibes out there. And, and so right now, Street Living is really what I feel the world, especially here in the States, it's feeling and, um, you know, it's, it's on our conscious. It just so happens that not many artists are speaking on it, but the athletes are standing up on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, we're just playing playing our part, having our antenna up and being aware of, of, of the vibrations. Yeah, and, and we've been on a hiatus for eight years. So 
all the individual work that we've been doing, uh, philanthropic endeavors, whether it was Will doing uh, work in Boyle Heights with the STEM program, mm -hmm. Apple doing work in the Philippines, me going to Standing Rock and actually being part of the whole indigenous movement and trying to do my part. It just was uh, preparing us for this ultimate fight that we're, we're embarking on now with, with Black IP standing up and actually having a social message that uh, goes through, throughout the world. I love it because I never understand why artists get money, sell records, and then rap about the same stuff they've been doing. Mm. Like when it's time to make a stand, why can't you make a stand? Like you, you, you don't have nothing else to prove. You don't need the money. Yeah. You know, we, we've reached levels that we never thought we would, we would get to. Um, but the thing that jumped it all off is, you know, that gave us our initial successes when we talked about things that were mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. Where's the love? We weren't trying to make a hit. It wasn't like, yo, man, you know, we need to make a hit. And we've 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 taken a, that that scientific approach on making songs. Like, yo, we went in purposely to make a hit. And songs that that the, that were the result of that were like ordinary people. That was like purposely trying to make a hit. Um, but where's the love was not that. That was like, yo, let's talk about what's going on. And this is what street living is, is. And we wanted to make a video that reflected that. So doing the research on the type of vibe that we we, we want to, um, you know, have to support the song. So we went to like old Miles Davis and Coltrane, you know, blue note footage. And uh, you started going through all the like revolutionist pictures, whether it's in the past or today, because same fights that we fight today, our uncles and, and fathers and grandfathers fought the same fights. Yeah, and it was important for us to really touch on issues that are happening now and in the past, like like immigration reform, mm -hmm. the whole DACA, Dreamers. Um, and Prison just, industrial complex. Yeah, exactly. Just using our platform and our voice to, to actually uh, heighten those those things and bring that to the masses and, and bring awareness. Are y'all approaching the, the whole album the same way? You mean this vibe? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that's the whole vibe for the whole jump. Is the label mad? Like, look, man. No, we have, we've had, like... I mean, I remember going into the record company and playing a lot of the music for this uh, to support Masters of the Sun. And there's been times where they're like, actually two times, we need massive Black Eyed Peas global <laughs> hits, real I am. I got a feeling. You know, something yeah. so massive. I'm like, but we've done that for y'all. And yeah, we could, we could put on our scientist hat and we could go in and do that. But that's not what we want to do right now. Is there a way to do that, though? Is there a way to put the medicine in the candy and like still give us the, with the, the fist pump record, but still, you know? <clears throat> no. It's not, right? I mean, yeah, but you're risking a lot of emotions where people are like, that's contrived, or I can feel that was an attempt to right. sell and, and benefit off of the things that you are talking about. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know. But what about something like Where Is The Love? That didn't feel contrived. So Where Is The Love, like I said, we wasn't trying to do a hit. Mm -hmm. That was like... An accidental hit. You didn't anticipate it. just happened yeah. that way. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that 9-11 just had happened. Mm -hmm. And it was fresh on our conscience. And, you know, and we had Justin Timberlake on it before just right right when Justin Timberlake left NSYNC. He had just put out his solo project. And, you know, the, the stars aligned. But here, you know, I don't know. You can't do the same trick here. Right now, it's like... You're competing with everyone's bubble, everyone's feed, mm. and that same trick. You didn't have everybody addicted to their phones in 2003, mm -hmm. right? So you just got to hit them with honesty. You can't, not that Words of Love wasn't honest, it was, but going in at to, to like sell records, whatever that means nowadays when it's just about playlists, 
Right now, we're just trying to do art and heart. All right, we got more with the Black Eyed Peas. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Black Eyed Peas in the building. Charlemagne? You know, on Screech Living, you know, and it's funny because I haven't had a chance to research this yet, but you said 10 years Nobel is the equivalent of four years at like, Yale. Yeah. What's, what's that mean? You mean financially? Or? The amount of money it costs to, to house, feed all the security guards and all the folks that are in prison for like 10 years is roughly around the same amount of money it goes takes to go to Yale. Wow. So what, what would proper prison reform look like to you guys? So proper prison reform first is like petty crimes. People in there for, hold up, we from California. There's folks that, uh, that are serving a lifetime sentence for selling marijuana. And marijuana is legal in California now. Right, right correct. So let's start with that one first. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, second, uh, you have this system that's put in place to, like, the three-strike thing really just tripled, you know, the amount of people that are in and out of prison. And, and then secondly, I mean, third, you have, you know, teachers that, get paid less than wardens and uh and security uh security in, in, in the prison the correction office so mm-hmm. yeah the probation system where mm-hmm. people are probation for like five years and something really small can actually land you right back in jail like popping a wheelie yeah so that that kind of stuff is uh you know it just seems like it's like prey targeting it's business you know so when you think of when you think of prisons, just think of another business, different type of housing. These folks that are in there, they, they're penalized and then have to, you would get an 11 cents an, uh, 11 cents a day mm-hmm. to make products that you sell and, mm-hmm. right, that you selling. To me that, and I'm not saying folks shouldn't be, you know, incarcerated for, for wrongdoings, but we have a lot of folks that are in prison that are serving time for, for things that they should, you know, really be you know, rehabilitated for. So, like, it's mental health is the same thing. People aren't really being treated for mental health, right? They're just being medicated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the system, that's what we meant by, you know, after system. We're not, like, saying after system as far as on some, like, you know, ignorant, rebellious, rebelling just for the sake of rebelling. It's, like, after system because the system is flawed and, and people's lives are, 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 are uh, being taken from them. Um, especially when back to the to the marijuana point, you know how how can you justify legalizing marijuana when folks serving life when they should reverse that that sentence? That's interesting you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that. You say you can get by the system or say the system. Like, what's the most effective way to say the system? Because I feel like we're all saying the system, but what what comes of that? Take the word f out and say change the system. Mm-hmm. But when we say f the system, it's just like a a more potent way of saying try our best to change the system like when it comes to zoning like in the hood it's okay to have a liquor store next to a check cashing next to a motel next to a freaking you know uh, uh, a strip club down the street from a school right like that that configuration just set up for failure Mm -hmm. when i was a business guy and i want to do a create like a strip mall in beverly hills or brentwood i couldn't have that configuration there because it ain't zoned properly Mm. Right, it's zoned properly, where you cannot have that configuration in Brentwood, motel, liquor store, check cashing, check cashing. 
you ain't gonna have no check cashing in Brentwood because people are financially literate. All right. So that system that we have in our hood, where we're obese, diabetic, being fed poison, liquor stores, check cashing place, because when we get checks, we cash checks, we have no freaking like uh, savings no bank or, or bank accounts to be able to grow money. And then there's the education system is kind of really screwed because the kids getting paid $5,000 a year for their education, resorting to selling illegal products. Now a lot of those products, now one of those products is now legal and folks are serving a lifetime sentence for it. Now that sounds like an effed up system that I say we try to change. Mm -hmm. And also it was important for us to do a call to action at the end of the video um, because we can't just put out, you know, a song in a, in, in a video without something that people could gravitate to and actually try to do their part as well. Because um, we wanted everybody to come uh, and understand that this is a bigger issue than just us doing music or just art. It's like, it's really happening. I mean, Colin Kaepernick stood up for it. You know, Bennett stood up for it or, or took a knee for it. And we're just addressing that. And I wish more artists would stand up and, and do that as well, well. What do you think about some of those other artists that are doing music and they're pushing drugs and pushing violence and... You know that now that you guys have, uh, are, are totally turned around and, mm -hmm. and pushing other messages, because we've always been about our community, right? And that and and that's not of recent. So ever since Black Eyed Peas have gotten some, you know, an inch of success, we've done things like toy drives or going to orphanages because we 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 see the, the similarities between folks that are without um, that our best friend has mm -hmm. like. That, that that Apple's gone through, mm -hmm. as well as myself in the projects. But not everybody, not every, if so, if you don't feel that, you don't feel that. Mm -hmm. If that's not what you want to do, that's not what you want to do. But all I know is this is what our the path that we chose to take, and inspiring folks to to wake up. But if you don't, if you want to stay asleep, that's cool. That's why we make ourselves the balance, you know, because we still enjoy that. But you know, making this record, we just couldn't allow ourselves to make another party song. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're the balance of, you know, music and our genre. I, I want to say it's difficult to do, but then I think of somebody like Pop, you know, who was able to do both. Maybe it's just not in everybody to do it. Mm -hmm. It's been made so easy to to get on that easy is the way you make money. Uh, I like and, the metaphor you used about the bar. Yeah, the bar's actually, uh, I read it on Pete Rock's thread. The, the sentence was, the bar used to be so high that I used to jump to touch it. Now it's so low that I can't limbo under it. And that is true, too, if you compare the talent that a John Coltrane and a Miles Davis had, or Quincy Jones, the talent that he had to be able to enter in the world of music. And the bar has been set low, um, which is poetic in its own sense, to allow everybody to get through. Mm. Right? I understand that one. That's cool. Yeah. Right, so where it's like, hey, it was too much of a, 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 a of an obstacle for folks to really get through in the past. All the things that you had to do, and it's been, you know, democratized where it's so low. Uh, that's that's beautiful in a sense. Is it? In a sense that everybody has a shot, yeah. But as far as how we bastardize it, smudge and like pull and drag our women through the through the mud, mm -hmm. that's the part that just really f with me. We've been doing that since our era, though. That's been going on since the 90s. That's cool, great. Still yeah. f with me then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a f how long it's been. It still f with me. Like, that's my mom, bro. Mm -hmm. Right? That's somebody's. That's going to be somebody's mom. And like, it's yeah, something and, you could always be aware of and try to improve on. Yeah, of course. And then but bitches also, ain't 
But holding tricks yeah. was a hard record, though. It, it I mean, was. come on, it man, was. Man, you can't deny that one. <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah look, to each his own. That's my. That's what I mean. But mm-hmm. if that's what you gravitate towards, that's what you gravitate towards. But know the repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, right? So it could be hard. You can like it all you want. You could like freaking tons of sugar all you want. Just know that's going to cause heart problems later. All right, well, let's get into their joint right now. We've been talking about it. It's called Street Living. It's the Black Eyed Peas. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Black Eyed Peas in the building. Yee. I know you guys talk about DACA, and mm. I had the privilege of meeting some people who are going to be affected. Mm you know, in case uh, DACA does not go through for the dreamers that are here. And, like, I was watching a man who's been in this country from Mexico for 30 years that is about to be deported or meeting somebody who actually couldn't even register to go to school or do any of the things that... And she's been living in this country since she was four years old and got into Harvard and couldn't go there because Mm. her mom wasn't registered. But why are they about to be deported just because... Uh, some, you know, Donald Trump has his own issues with people from certain places. He wants more people here from Norway, but he wants to send people of color away. Right. Yeah, that that affects a lot of the. So the school that I started in um, in the ghetto that I'm from, um, the I Am Angel program, you know, college track. A lot of my kids are 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 dreamers, and you know, when we when we have our get-togethers, we're gonna have another one um, towards the end of the uh, January. They, their biggest concern is, are we going to have to go back to Mexico? Not even back to Mexico, to Mexico, because I wasn't born in Mexico. Right. Mm. You know, um, you know, they were born in Mexico, but they hadn't been in Mexico since they were one um, or two or three, to your point. And, you know, it's it's something that we're concerned. Um, it hits my heart because I've, I've known these kids and been supporting these kids ever since they were 12. Now they're about to graduate. They have good, They went from having 1.2s to 4.0s, 3.5s, and uh, performing better than a lot of folks that are citizens. So how are you going to kick out, um, you know, success? You know, um, it's just it's just disheartening. Mm-hmm. I yeah, feel like for- Donald Trump has put it in people's heads that these people are here illegally and they're doing they're things criminals, robbing rapists. people right, and they're right, criminals right. and they're not productive members of society and well, that's not true. For me as, as being of Mexican and Native American descent it's it's personal because even though m- both my parents were born here in the United States you know we still have family members that from, from our past from our descendants that came from Mexico and had a uh, came to America and had an opportunity to have to live out the American dream at being one of those people that came from the Philippines came to the U.S. and lived out a dream, and now he's able to go back to the Philippines and actually provide opportunities for the kids to have education, to learn computer skills, and those are the type of things that the stories to change the narrative of, of the misconception about dreamers and people that actually just want to make a difference. Are you a citizen there? Yeah. It took him a lot of, long time, though. Yeah. Like, we was on tour and stuff. We couldn't get into certain countries because he had, like, a green card. Oh. Um, and then remember the time when he, <laughs> he, so he became a citizen. We all go to the right. I go to the left. <laughs> now, he, when he became a citizen, we had, like, a party on tour. So, yeah, it was dope. So, basically, you should know West Coast in those situations. Yeah. <laughs> and you could, wow. <laughs> so, 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 but, you know, it's expensive, and it is time-consuming to become a citizen. She around where what? I was. <laughs> and we like, let's go. But she was already across the street, so I couldn't grab her. <laughs> now, why do you think athletes are more vocal than musicians? Um, I think it's 1950 right now. The music is like wah ba balloon bop tutti-frutti, twist-a-shout. And then you have your uh, Muhammad Ali's. 
sixties ain't happened yet. Right. It's it's nineteen fifty right now. We just finished the war. People are celebrating. The war was really Iraq and, and Bush years and Obama years with celebration and, and the artists well right, they're making money twist and shouting. And but the some artists are vocal, but maybe some of those songs aren't getting the support. I love Kendrick. I love that they J. Cole. Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know? Um, but Rhapsody. Chance. 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 Yep. Yeah. They're, yeah they're, they're, I, I can't say that artists aren't. You know, some are and some aren't. No, no. When I say, when I say that, I'm talking about money made. I'm talking about, like, dominant. Right? So, there's there, a flood's a flood. Right now, we have a couple of, like, holes in the dam and, and water spewing out. And then you have the dam broken mm-hmm. dam, and it's a flood of consciousness. And everybody's on on the same page, and our communities are improving. You know, that's where I really like your, your, your radiothon. That was, you know, sparked me up. Like, oh, shit, here it come. Mm-hmm. We about to do it, right? It just felt, it felt urgent. It felt like, you know, something that that continue, right? Something that, that, that we all could pay a part in because that's the only thing I feel that's missing with us as as a whole is, you know, how do we continue to contribute all the time? Yeah. yeah it, is, it is all or nothing because making a record, you know, we're so um, motivated, enthusiastic about it, and we were like, "Yo, even if we sell ten records, it'll be all right." Because we did this, you know, we we're proud of this body of work, right. and that we would like to put out there with the message, and that's, you know, that's the all. And having an effective approach on how you use your platform and your voice, because you guys have an ultimate platform and voice here. People are listening to you, millions of listeners people that are watching you guys and are inspired by you and when you have that tool to be able to speak to millions of people it's like you know if you spark an inspiration or motivation to to give people that like that whoa i want to join this fight yeah. right? you know what's yeah. awesome too we, I, I, my brother's here with me um he travels with me now so we were coming we were driving my older brother we were driving down new york and he was like uh, oh willie that's that's uh a madison square garden oh Slow down the car. Let's take a picture. Mm-hmm. And I just saw my big brother's excitement mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. he was like, "That's a mecca for basketball, Willie. I want to bring my son. He's gonna he'll he'll love it." So I just saw my brother light up. I'm like, "Wow!" I'm in New York all the time, I see that. Oh, that's right, my brother. I ain't never really seen that. Did he just come home? Five years ago, he was okay. The same excitement when we walked into mm-hmm. this building. He said, "Oh, Willie, it's Breakfast Club." <laughs> oh man! And I saw like to the point as far mm-hmm. as like platform. Like the way my brother felt about the Breakfast Club is the same way he felt when he saw, you know, you know the uh, the garden, the, the garden, and 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 uh, that that's that's powerful what you guys have built. Yeah, that's and that's cool. the reason why, I, like, I, my soul lit up with with the call. Yeah. You know, congrats yeah, on that source joint too. Oh, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Yeah, and you since the last uh, time we were here, we were truly inspired because we've been doing a lot of uh, panels and just talking and. You know, we've been wanting to build that and might maybe even put it in our touring, you know. And so, you know, we're really inspired by you guys just being being able to express ourselves and talk. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us as always. Thank you. It's the Black Eyed Peas. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And be joining the group. The Breakfast Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Mary J. Blige. It's 
This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Mary J. Blige, as you know, it was her birthday last week. She turned 47 on Thursday, and she was also honored that day on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She got a star. Now, she spoke, of course, and as Mary J. Blige does it, she was very honest about the struggles that she had been going through, her marital drama, financial issues, and so on and so forth. Here's what she had to say. There's been times that in my career that I didn't even want to step out my house because I was hurt so bad. But all hell was turning loose in 2016 and I had to file and all of that stuff. I, I was homeless last year. Jimmy Iveen took me in to his Malibu home, him and his beautiful wife, Liberty, <clears throat> and I will never forget that. How is the queen of hip-hop so homeless in 2016? Well, she wasn't homeless per se. She still has a home in New Jersey, but she was she going through problems. She was homeless. She's going through problems with her husband, and she couldn't go there. But she ha- she has enough money. She owned a home. She wasn't broke. I didn't say she was broke. Oh. I'm just trying to figure out why she ain't got no place to stay. I guess she felt like she didn't want to be there. Right. She couldn't go there because of those issues, and mm-hmm. she just had no place to go. And what's wrong with the wing in Diddy House? Kick French Montana out and let give let Mary sit there. Why she had to go stay with Jimmy? Iovine? Maybe too much partying. Maybe she just oh wanted yeah, to she wanted some the... rest and relaxation. Yeah, yeah, nice right, and calm, right. away from everybody. You know what? You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, and it's good that you can have a friend like Jimmy Iovine whose house you can go to. We'll drop on the clues bombs for Mary J. Blige. Yep. Mary J. Blige should be protected at all costs. goddammit, it. Okay. All right, now that's this, a GoFundMe. I'll get behind. This next story is a difficult one to hear and to talk about, but in court. The sex abuse victims are facing the gymnastics doctor, Larry Nassar. His sentencing has started. And it's a marathon of people who are giving statements. Nearly 100 victims are giving statements. Now, the first person who was up was Kyle Stevens. And she talks about how the former gymnastics doctor started molesting her when she was only six years old. (laughs) And how when she told her parents, they didn't believe her and they chose to believe him over her. Here's what she said. You convinced my parents that I was a liar. That you didn't strategically place lotion in the basement so you could beat your penis in my face while I hid. You convinced my parents that you didn't pull my feet into your lap, unzip your pants, and rub your erect penis against my bare skin. You convinced my parents that you didn't stick your in my adolescent vagina. You used my body for six years for your own sexual gratification. That is unforgivable. Perhaps you have figured it out by now, but little girls don't stay little forever. They grow into strong women that return to destroy your world. Larry, you really going to go through 100 of those? You really want 100 of those testimonies? He doesn't have a choice. And there's hours and hours of people yesterday. One woman spoke on behalf of her daughter. Donna Markham spoke on behalf of her daughter, Chelsea, who committed suicide in 2009. And that all started with a single visit to his office when she was only 10 years old. She said, every day I miss her. And it all started with him. It all started with him. Why you say he don't have a choice, though? He got a choice. His choice should be, I'm guilty, man. I'm guilty. I'm not fighting this no more. He should get Lock the death me away. Well, he, he, pleaded, he pleaded guilty to 10 different That's women, that. but now these That's other penalty. women have come forward. Some said they didn't realize they had been assaulted until 2016 when he was arrested for a massive collection of child pornography. And so that's when certain people that's realized it because when you start at such a young age, yeah, people too, block it out. De- oh death God. too easy, though. I understand what you're saying. You say you want to kill him, but death too God, easy. Get him out of here. Girls committed suicide. You see what he did to a six-year-old? Yeah, bro? but you got to let him die slow, though. You can't just like you can't just kill him instantly. He got, he got to live a long... They stay in jail. ...torturous life. Wu-Tang torture tactics. Then let him die after some years. Oh, my God. You got to torture him for a while. That's really difficult. That's disgusting. 
All right, Kim Kardashian had her third baby via the surrogate. Now, according to sources, she was there at the hospital when the surrogate was in labor, and when the baby was born, she was the first person to have skin-to-skin contact with the baby. So, so they just take the baby from the surrogate, and the, the surrogate sees it no longer. Well, that's the plan. I guess you know what the situation is. The baby was born without complications. The, the surrogate was able to have some contact with the baby after the delivery, but almost immediately, the baby was under the care of Kim and Kanye. So Kim lies down in a gown, too, you know, so the baby could be chest to chest with her, I don't right? know. I didn't... That's, that's just, I'm just curious. They, they, they stay there together, you know, they both of the said gold. the first person you had skin-to-skin contact with, or she had skin-to-skin contact with, was the mom. That Kim. means they would have to be in a robe, because, you know, skin-to-skin contact is the baby's naked, the moms usually have no clothes. Listen, man, on. I only got two, man. You got five. I don't know. You know more than me. That's what I'm just asking. I, I, well, you, yeah. I don't yeah. have no surrogates. Neither one of you have used a surrogate. Nah, I don't have no surrogates. Okay. We pull it out and put it right on top of it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I saw when I was there. Well, you wasn't a <laughs> <laughs> Well, not that. You know what I'm talking about. That's what I saw when I was there. No, he wasn't there. Okay, that got so I saw mine come out and then they went to the hands of Charlamagne I'm just saying, both my daughters came out, went into the hands of the mom. That's Absolutely. what I saw. You know. All right, Amber Rose has gotten a breast reduction. Now she enlisted two doctors to reduce her 36H breasts. And she has been talking about this since last year, saying that she wants to get her breasts reduced, but she was worried about scarring. She was saying it's very heavy. Her back hurts. She can't wear cute little shirts without a grandma bra on. But uh, she went ahead and did it. Amber Rose not pregnant yet. 21 Savage ain't shoot that club up yet. I don't know. There was a rumor about it, but I guess not. Not if she's getting a breast reduction. Oh, there was a rumor? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabang! Yes, sir. Who are you giving that down? Listen, you? man, we need PNB Rock to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Y'all know who PNB Rock is, right? The yep. rapper? Yep, yep. I like to talk to the young man. It's a teachable moment. Okay. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You don't hear the date. You do you are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm a fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. You had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, January seventeenth goes to rapper PNB Rock. Do you know who PNB Rock is? Uh, yes. Pro- okay. Well, some people probably don't. Every, so every lit. there you go. Let me hear some of that record. You probably know this record. Let's hear it. I came up from nothing. You can't tell me. Yes. Did it on my neck, on my wrist. Yeah. That's why I ain't never expected it to be like this. Okay. Getting rich. That's why every day we lit. Every day we lit. Hey. All right, all right, all right. Knock it off. Everybody hey. at the age. All right. Okay. Now, PNB Rock was kicked out of a hotel room for smoking weed. Now, I am the type of person who totally understands the concept between right and wrong. And one thing some people don't realize is that right is right, even if no one is doing it. Wrong is wrong, even if everyone is doing it. Okay? We all know people who smoke weed in hotel rooms when they're not supposed to. But it's ways around it. All right? You got a balcony in the hotel. Go on the balcony. Well, it's too cold for that, Charlemagne. Okay, well, go in the bathroom, turn the hot shower on, let the bathroom steam up, put a towel under the bathroom door, and puff, puff, pass, nigga. All right, it's all kind of ways around it. All right, but if they find out you were smoking in a hotel room, you're going to get hit with that $250 or $500 fine. Some hotels even a little more, depending on how fancy the hotel is. All right, now, if they find out you were smoking in the hotel, you can and will get asked to leave. You will get kicked out. And if you understand the concept of right and wrong like you should... 
then when you get kicked out, you will be upset. But if you're a real person, then you will understand the person you should be upset with is yourself. You're not at home. You're at a hotel. Hotel got rules, okay? If, 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 if you get caught smoking, especially weed, all right? If, if not smoking, especially weed is one of the rules and you decide to smoke weed, then you have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Once again, no matter how many times you do something wrong, it doesn't make it right. Now, if you get kicked out the hotel for smoking weed, right? You should be saying to yourself, damn, let me get out of here before they call the police. Or, damn, I'm glad they didn't call the police. Could have been the police knocking on your door telling you to leave. All right? Sometimes you just got to admit you was wrong. All right? You admit you was wrong. They want you to leave. Be out. But nope, not PNB Rock. PNB Rock got caught smoking weed. He got kicked out of the hotel. And for some strange reason, he thought it was the hotel's fault. PNB Rock was so upset that he decided to spit all over the bathroom area in the hotel, pee on the floor of the hotel, and of course, he recorded the whole thing and posted it on social media. Let's hear some of this. That's what you do when they're kicking you out the hotel for smoking weed. Oh, <laughs> 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 <Hey>, what's up? <laughs> All right, I, I really want PNP Rock to think about this objectively, okay? What are you mad at, PNP Rock? PNP? Right. No, it's not. It's PNP. All right, if you was at home and somebody who was staying with you for a limited time did something in your house that you told them not to do, and you told them if they did it, you would kick them out if they violated you, what would you do? Huh? What would you do if they did what you told them not to do anyway? PNB Rock, listen to me. If you told them not to do something in your house and they did it anyway, what would you do? What would you do, Envy, if you told somebody not to do something in your house and they did it anyway? I would let the dog go. <laughs> okay, you took it to another level. <laughs> Angela, yeah, if somebody did something in your house that you told them not to do, you told them not to do it, and if you said, if you do it, I'm going to kick you out, what would you do if they did it anyway? Kick them out and never let them come back in? <laughs> you would kick them out. And that person you kicked out can't be mad at anyone but him or herself, period. And if he got mad at you for kicking him out, you would think he's crazy. And that's exactly what we think about you right now, PNP Rock. Okay, you are free to smoke weed wherever you want, okay? You can smoke all the weed wherever you want, but you are not free from the consequences of those choices of smoking weed, all right? You smoke weed in a hotel, you get caught, they're going to ask you to leave. I don't understand why you mad at anyone but yourself. If you're going to spit on something, wait until you get in the car and it's going about 55, then roll the window down and spit out the window so it comes back in your face, all right? You want to pee on something, pee on yourself. Let it trickle down your leg, young man. You are the problem in this situation. Why can't you see that? I can't even blame you for on this because I promise you. Even when I was young, I understood the consequences of my actions. I knew what I was doing was wrong. That's why we went out of our way to not get caught. But nowadays it seems like they don't understand the consequences of their actions and they don't care about getting caught because they recorded and posted on social media. And, and, and in fact, they do wrong like PNB Rock did and then get mad at everyone else like everyone else is the problem. No, PNP Rock. All right. You're the problem. All right, I don't understand people who create their own storms and then get upset when it rains. And I can't stand rappers who pee on my head and tell me it's raining. And that's exactly what PNB Rock is doing by acting like it's the hotel's fault that he got kicked out. Look, kids, listen to me, man. This is your Uncle Charlotte talking, and I need you to know that everything happens for a reason. But sometimes the reason is that you're stupid and make bad decisions. Please give PNB Rock the biggest hee-haw courtesy of Remy Ma. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. you dumb. All right. And you do realize he's going to get banned from that chain of hotels, right? Absolutely. Sheesh. Is he going to get charged for that rug? Not to mention it's going to be very the difficult for him service? to get a hotel room now, period. 
Isn't, oh. isn't he already banned from a bunch of clubs in New York City? For, for, yeah, I think for, it's hard for reckless to, behavior. Yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. for him. Why mm-hmm. are you making your life difficult, PMB Rock? You do know this is how you make a living. You do know when you got to go do shows in these other cities, you're going to need a place to stay, right? Because he lit. All right. You don't care. <laughs> All right. All right, PMP Rock. <laughs> hey, why do you keep calling PMP? PMP. <laughs> you know what? It's a play on P&P. words. I got it. He peed on the floor of the hotel. You get it, MVP? PMP Rock. That's his name from now on when you stand in these streets. PMP Rock. PMP. <laughs> that is really gross, though, for the people that have to actually My clean the rooms, P&P. who didn't do anything P&P wrong, rock. who are not responsible for him getting kicked out, is not cool. Or oh, not even that. Just imagine if, if he didn't put a video, me, nobody would know he peed. And then imagine if you were staying in that room. Ugh, I would be so mad. If that's, you, that's the thing I don't get, too. It's like, okay, you do something wrong, then you do something else wrong, but then you record yourself doing what was wrong. Why do y'all like to incriminate yourself all the time? I don't get it. All right. Well, thank you for that, dog. Today, when we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for ye, you could call her right now. She'll help you out with all your problems, all your relationship situations. So call her now. 800-585-1051. Oh, you ain't going to play the PNB rock version? No? That's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time for Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. Hello. Who's this? You got your man, Jeff. Jeff, what's your question for you? I got a same girl situation possibly with my with one of my best friends. Okay, so you and your best friend have been sleeping with the same girl? Uh, apparently, it seems to be. It seems to be or yes? Well, that would be a yeah from what she's speculating. Did you ask she your best friend? She said she's pregnant by either one of us. So you and your best oh. friend, is this someone's girlfriend or just like, uh, was it a threesome? Well, what well, was happening? Small city, small town, mm-hmm. same girl. And then uh, me and my friend happened to be married, too. So he both you and your friend. friend were cheating on your wives with a girl. The girl's uh, pregnant. It could well, be either well, one of yours. Well, cheating, uh, you mean we were vacating. It's different. So you weren't cheating. You were vacating. So your wives are aware of what you did? Uh, well, of course not. That's why I'm, I'm Okay, so you cheated. Doctor. You cheated. You know, like a uh, hall pass. You get that 24 hours. So, you're, hours so, she, like, so your wife allowed you to go sleep with somebody else? I give my own stuff hall passes. That's man. not a hall pass. You can't give yourself a hall pass. Okay. A hall pass is the teacher says, here's a pass. You can go do what you got to do. Your wife didn't give you a pass. You cheated. Just admit that you cheated, first of all. We can't even go any further until you say you cheated. Uh, okay. I'll give you 70-20 on that. 70, 20 is 90. All right, so the girl is pregnant. She's telling y'all she don't know who the father. Exactly. Okay, so you're not going to know until she gets a test. So what's the question? Well, the small town wants word get out. I mean, and then then my friend is, you know, on his way to being a pastor in the city. So, I mean, what do we do about that? I have a church for enough. Well, you know, uh, I guess your pastor friend who cheated on his wife also is not perfect, so he is going to have to own up to the mistakes that he made like a man of God would do. Uh, Listen, the, yeah. the fact of the matter is you guys did something that there's repercussions to. When you cheat and when you have unprotected sex with somebody, the potential of her getting pregnant is there. So you had to know what you were getting yourselves into. You made a decision to do that, and now you got to live with those consequences, whatever they are. But I do feel like because you live in a small town, make sure you get ahead of this and have this conversation with your wife because if she hear about this from somebody else... It's going to make it even worse. I'm going to skip town. You're going to skip town? You sound like a coward. Oh, a coward? Oh. Only a coward would skip town and not confess what he did. You already messed up enough. I'll give a Facebook message. What about that? 
You know what, sir? Do what you got to do. This is what you want. You won't even admit what happened. And then you're saying you're going to send your your wife a Facebook message. I can't really give you much advice. Well, not the wife. Like, DM him. I mean, I'm going to post it. Like, Don't you think that she would rather hear from you before you post a public announcement on Facebook that you cheated? Oh, no. The world world needs to know. That's the best thing to do now. And then let them, you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, my... Should I put the Facebook out there? No. Talk to her directly. I mean, but, you know, her daddy got guns, so that's why I'm saying you got to do the Facebook. Her daddy got guns. (laughs) Okay. See, see how it works? We're from a small town. We got shotgun wedding still, baby. My... First piece of advice to you is talk to her, and you all got to figure it out together or apart, but you need to know what it's going to be. You trying to get me jumped by the brothers, and it ain't going to happen. Yo, you know they're going to find, everybody's going to find out, right? She got seven brothers, but damn, Dr. E, I'm going to need you to tell her. All right, I'll tell her. Go ahead, call her. You want to call her now? Yeah, call her now. Wow. What's, okay. what's the number? Uh, Envy's gonna call let's, her. Let's if, Give him the number. Yeah, I, mean, I don't mind calling. Let's see if, I mean, let's see if we can get on the line. But what's I the number? I mean, I, you we, wasn't scared when you was all up in that. Why you scared now? I got the voicemail. All right, sir. I'm not a coward. I was gonna throw it out there. See, I was gonna give you the alley hoop. You were gonna do it. Now I gotta just do it on Facebook. I, Okay, sir, go ahead on Facebook. Send me the post, too. I'd love to see it. He want them likes so bad. He'd rather them likes than a shout-out on the radio. Oh, you know, doing it for the likes and yeah, You know, yeah, you, you got me, Charlamagne. The likes is dead, so, you know. And I like those shout-out to Charlamagne. I love when you say cracker-ass cracker. Can I hear you say it? I could tell you would. I don't know if I want you on my side, Yeah, I could tell he would like that. You seem like that type of guy. All right, sir. I appreciate you outside for the breakfast club. I love y'all. Y'all keep rocking hard. Okay, thank you. You just made me appreciate my boyfriend even more. Well, you need to get married, Dr. Yee. Are you yeah. married? You need to get married, Dr. Yee. <laughs> All, right. All right, bro. I'll take your advice. Peace. All right, ask E, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Kendrick Lamar with Love. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy we are at The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Gladys. Hey, Gladys, what's your question for Ye? My question is, what would she do if she had a child in school who another child told her she couldn't play with her because she's Spanish, and it turns out that child's mother is a teacher in the school? Whoa. That's so clearly that child is learning that from at home. Exactly my point. But the school's trying to shut me up and brush it under the table. So who did you go to when you spoke to the, the principal? I spoke to the principal, the supervising principal as well as a counselor. Okay, and how old is your daughter? She's eight years old. Envy, you have five kids. Imagine somebody told your kids they couldn't play with with her because she's Spanish. No, I mean, I would go straight to the principal. I mean, She did, she said. You went to the principal, and then what happened? They're going to tell me it's just a small child um, argument and trying to leave it alone. They're trying to offer my daughter guidance, counseling. No, your daughter doesn't need counseling. The The other kid needs counseling. counseling. Yeah, Exactly, my point. Yeah, I would demand that. I think they need to sit both of those kids and the parents in the room, including that teacher. They told me they cannot do that. Why can't they do that? Because they cannot mediate parents or contest for our reactions in the room. 
That's so. My daughter asked for them to sit down in the room so she could confront everybody and tell them what they're saying because they're basically telling my daughter she's lying. Yeah, and age. The teacher said she didn't say that. Yeah, and age. And age we need to have a, we need to have a that. conversation. Where, where, where you live, mom? Um, I'm from Methuen, Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Okay, okay. Here in New York and New Jersey, there's different districts, so you can go over the principal. I think you might need to write a letter to the principal just so you have it on paper, and then you need to go over that principal's head because it is foul. And there's no way that you can say something that I believe is racist and the child's mother works at the school and they just brush it under the rug like it's okay. Now, that's not okay to me. You and have that's to a do teachable something. moment, I would think, for all the students in the entire school. Exactly. Like, how many other kids in the school are going to be impacted by that teacher or that child? Because the thing is that as a child at eight years old, you don't really know what you're saying sometimes and you're learning these things at home. Mm -hmm. And that's a great time to teach kids that that's a wrong thing to say, a wrong thing to do. And I would say it's a teachable moment whether or not because you said they're denying that the, the girl said it. Mm-hmm. My daughter said that um, her teacher asked her if her mom said that and the little girl told her teacher, yeah. But they're telling me that they spoke to everybody and everybody's denying the claims. Well, let me ask you one other question. Do you have any friends that are lawyers, attorneys? No, not okay. really. But then you, I don't know what your financial situation is. You might need to go talk to an attorney. And just have, yeah. uh, and then have him draft a letter because what I usually do, I have a couple of friends that are attorneys. I would send an email and just CC my attorney. And usually, when mm -hmm. somebody sees a CC of an attorney, they really fix up because they don't ever want to get sued, especially by me, because I'm, yeah. I'm quick to sue. <laughs> but um, and that usually fixes it up. So you might want to go seek an attorney because you don't want your child dealing with this through years to come. You know. And for and I would make sure that you really talk to your child about it too, because you want to make sure this isn't something that's going to impact your child in a negative way. You oh, know, of for course, them. I've talked to her so much, but she's confused as to why they're saying basically she's lying. Mm -hmm. And they won't let her sit down in front of the people and confront them. Yeah, my wife. And I would say this: if if they won't let her speak, you need to do it. And if, if that Absolutely. means that you need to get a video, post that video, submit it to local news, whatever it is that you have to do just to bring attention to this, I would definitely call them out on it. Thank you. I definitely will try what's, that. What's the teacher's name? Um, I don't know the teacher's name. That the child's teacher's name. They won't tell me her name. They won't let me meet with her. They won't let me speak to her. They won't even give a reason as to why they think the child said what she said. Right. Really? Let your daughter vent. Let her speak about it. I would make sure that I record that just in case I need that in the future, in case something mm -hmm. else happens. But I would also make sure I try to bring attention to it. And that means trying to bring some press to it or whatever it is that you need to do. Write an open letter. Anything that you have to do to bring attention so that they could feel the heat too and have to act on it or not. Or if not, there's going to be some negative news about them. Yeah, that's exactly what I feel. They're trying to brush it over the brush it under the table and keep me quiet about it. Right. And we're not going to be quiet. Nope. Not at all. All right. Good luck. Thank you so much. Good luck, Mama. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes. Find out whose home is being foreclosed on for over $500,000. Also, find out who's going to be representing himself in court for child support. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We Yo, are the Breakfast ain't Club. Nothing until you seen Envy lose his mind to Cardi B verse on this G Easy song. He be singing, but he like, yes. <laughs> F him, then I get some money. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Send your little beige heart out, bro, bro. <laughs> you know what? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk future. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Future is going to be one of the producers for the Superfly movie remake. Now, Jason Mitchell is also going to be playing in that movie. Okay. 
He's the one that played Easy. He was just up here. Yes. He's also in The Shy, so you can see him on there right now. Played Brandon in The Shy. Now, also Director X, who's music video director that we all know uh, for directing videos for people like Kendrick Drake. He's going to be directing the Superfly X. remake. Yeah, Little X. I okay. just hit X. He goes X. by Director X now. I okay. just hit X a couple weeks ago and tell, had, hit X to do a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, went, there he is. He's doing one. I'll drop one of Clues Bombs for X. <laughs> my guy. That's, a, that's a, a good look for future too. I love to see people get into that realm of creating that kind of content for film and television. That's dope. But more in the film world, Pam Greer is going to be doing her own biopic. Right now it's tentatively called Pam. So that should be pretty exciting. She used to date Richard Pryor uh, and basically, I mean, she's had a very fascinating life. You know her as Foxy Brown, as mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of things. She was like one of the first in those black exploitation films. Legend. Yeah, legendary. Mm-hmm. So it should be pretty interesting because I'm sure there's a lot of things about her that we don't know. Drop on the clues, bombs for Pam Grant, damn it. Now Max P Still also fine, has his documentary, the, the Real Story, coming. He has no release date yet, but he's put out another trailer, and here's that trailer. I come from a family of addictions and alcohol. I never had the taste for it because I seen what it did to them. I done been through it all. We talk about making money and coming from the streets. I've always handed out money. Ain't nobody handed me no money. You gotta work for something. I actually sold CDs at the trunk of my car. I went from city to city. People think you go. They don't realize that, guess what? You just a man. Put your faith in God, not in man. That's dope. Now he's getting ready for his biopic as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm in that. That'll be coming out in 2019, King of the South. Mm Mm-hmm. So getting ready for all of those things, right? All right. Now um, let's talk about Matt Damon. He was recently on the Today Show, and he was talking about the Me Too movement and basically how he should have just kept his mouth shut about certain things. He had said there's a spectrum of behavior previously, and there's a difference between patting someone on the butt and a rape or child molestation. Well, here's what he's saying now. Uh, well, I really wish I'd listened a lot more before I weighed in on, on this. You know, I, I think ultimately what it is for me is that I don't want to further anybody's pain you know, with anything that I do or say. And, and so for that, I'm, I'm really sorry. And like time's up. This whole, I mean, a lot of those women are my dear friends and, and I love them and respect them and support what they're doing and want to be a part of that change and want to go along for the ride. But I should get in the back seat and close my mouth for a while. Well, that's the whole thing about the Me Too movement, right? It's a cultural revolution. And one thing men need to do is something that we haven't done historically, which is just shut up and listen and don't get in the way. All right, but let's start with now. Um, And Seal, by the way, is also being investigated for sexual battery. Check it out. (laughs) To those of us who support the Me Too movement, not one of the women who have been sexually abused, not one of the women who have come forward has received any real justice whatsoever. Losing your job because you either A, raped, B, sexually abused, or even sexually harassed a woman is not real punishment. And hashtag real talk for a second, we all know what would happen to any one of those power abusers if they looked like me. All right, well, ironically enough, Steel, now one of his minute. neighbors is saying... <laughs> wait a minute, not that- too many people look like Steel. All right, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> He's serious! <laughs> but one of his neighbors, actress Tracy Birdsall, is saying back in the fall of 2016, they had a close friendship. She went over to get a salad spinner back that she had lent him, and that's when he lunged at her. Get a what? Whoa. Salad spinner. <laughs> salad really? spinner. Really? Yeah. 
Never heard of that one. <laughs> I thought that was a, what sex store you buy that from? Thought that was a tongue, a salad spinner, you know. <laughs> she said that Sale invited her to sit on the couch next to him. She was in shock and uh, complied after he began to grope her breasts, and she asked him to stop Mm-mm-mm. and said that she was wearing a tank top and shorts and that she was asking for it. And so now she says that she just felt like she wanted to share her own story, and she hasn't seen him since the incident. I'm still shocked that Seal thinks there's men out there that look like him. That's what I'm No, I'm bugging that he went so hard and he could have possibly been one of the people that's actually doing it. Right now, it's just an accusation, so. Jeez. Yeah, no. All right, Wyclef, his, he's had a home that's been foreclosed on in Miami and he owes nearly $500,000. So he's been repeatedly uh, asked to pay that money. Apparently, back in 2008, he was sued after it was revealed that he violated some of his mortgage agreements. Still hadn't paid, so now they're saying that he owes uh, $350,000 in interest as well. Mm. So, all right. And Stevie J is going to be representing himself in court. He has been ordered to pay $1.3 million in restitution for skipping out on child support payments for two of his kids that happened last year. Well, now he is ready to go ahead and support him uh, and represent himself in court. That's so, never good. He's saying that ruling was too excessive and unfair and he's filed documents to be his own lawyer because his lawyer dipped out on him. He doesn't think that Stevie J has a chance of winning. Yeah, that's that's never good when you want to represent yourself. And when your own lawyer is like, usually, you're not going to yeah, win. Usually that means you lose. Usually. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, our People's Choice Mix is up next. Let me know what you want to hear at DJ Envy and Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.